This is gonna be huge. It's the Mavs Academy Awards, brought to you by Noel's Gourmet Halftime Dogs and more. Wherever and whenever you get the munchies, Noel's Gourmet Halftime Dogs and more will be there for you. And now, here's your host. He's a diehard Ravens, UNC, and Mavericks fan for some reason. And don't tell him you like tanking, because then he'll hate you. It's Isaac Harris. And he's a Lakers fan. Moonlighting is a guy who cares about the Mavericks. Kobe Bryant is his spirit animal. And yes, he told me to say that. It's Nick Angstead. Take it away, you weirdos. Welcome back to the Mavs Academy Awards. Everyone, please take your seats. After we are coming back from the intermission, we are going to continue with our superlative awards for the Mavs Academy Awards. Isaac, the inaugural Mavs Academy Awards. The inaugural, the first ones, I mean, a lot of de- a lot of hard work went into this past season. The, the Mavs Academy Awards is just a, a sign of everything that went into it, celebrating the victories, uh, which ones, which we had, barely had, um, but finding some off the court, <laughs> on the court, and uh, having some fun with it. I know the players are looking forward to it. They're very competitive of trying to get one of these awards. So we're excited for the second half for sure. We're excited for it. We are, uh, we're excited to, to give out the rest of these awards. And the rest of these awards are going to be superlatives. We're giving out best bromance, who would win in a Fortnite match, uh, who would be the best vice president, and so on. And probably the biggest award of the night, the best Rick Carlisle quote. I'm, I'm very excited to see who ends up winning this award because it is, it's a tight race. It's a tight race. It's kind of equivalent to the best picture award. Uh, when it comes to the Golden Globes and some of these other awards. So it, it will be the capstone of the night. We know that uh, we'll be excited uh, to hand out that award. We are excited to hand out that award, but we have some to hand out before we get to that. So let's start right away with the best bromance for the Dallas Mavericks. This is only between players, but there is one coach that is involved in this. And the nominations are Dennis Smith Jr. and Dorian Finney-Smith. Dirk Nowitzki and J.J. Barea. And Rick Carlisle and Nerlens Noel. The Academy, just under the wire, was able to add this nomination. Isaac, uh, I, it'd be hard for me to see them, that duo actually win this award, but uh, we'll see what, we'll see what the, uh, the winner is. And the winner is Dirk Nowitzki and J.J. Barea. Kind of a surprising victory. Um, a lot was made about the the friendship between Dennis Smith Jr. and Dorian Finney-Smith. They had bonded early from their days in summer league. Uh, the Rick Carlisle, Nerlens Noel. I mean, they would be in, be, be in each other's MySpace top eight probably. And <laughs> they are some of the best friends uh, around the organization. Just like all best friends, they're kind of like brothers. I mean, you have your ups and downs. And it was it was a, a really great will they won't they of the entire season. Yes, and there was uh, admittedly a lot of downs, but um, there were some ups, I guess, at some points. So, but the winner comes away with Dirk and JJ. This this is a tandem that I mean, it's like Starsky and Hutch. I mean, they they just can't be separated. They are uh, they are the Mavericks. They will always be remembered as Mavericks. So they come away with the award. The Academy agrees. The fans uh, pick them also. So we hand it tonight to Dirk and JJ. Yeah, I just don't think that Dennis Smith Jr. and and Dorian Finney-Smith got enough time together on the court. If that would have happened more, if we would have seen them more on the court together, 
Uh, I think that they would have had a better shot at this. They're also not super active on social media, and I think that has something to do with it, whereas anything Dirk does is going to end up on social media by somebody. So that, that, I think, played into this a lot. Also, Dirk and JJ played a ton of minutes together. They had that lineup that was just rolling the entire season uh, with Dirk, JJ, when Devin Harris was there, Yogi and Dwight Powell, and then when uh, Devin was traded for Doug McDermott, Doug fit right into that lineup, and a lot because of what Dirk and JJ were able to do. So I think that played into the voting as well, but I voted for Carlisle and Nerlens. I just thought that it was a great story. I thought that it was uh, just the biggest story of this year so far, and I thought they should have gotten some more love there. All right, moving on to our next award. Who would win a live-action Fortnite game? This is not, we're not talking about video games. We are talking about who would win if there was an actual Fortnite that existed with, you know, the, the, <laughs> the lower level of gravity and all kinds of stuff. This is what we are we're looking at. So our nominations are Wes Matthews, Yogi Ferrell, Indiana, and J.J. Barea. All guards going into this award. And the winner is Wesley Matthews. Wesley Matthews comes in, man. Uh, the little guys in Yogi and JJ, they got some love, um, mainly because of their stature. They could hide. A lot, of, a lot of goes into Fortnite. They could camp inside of bushes. Uh, they can try to snipe from long distances and stuff. But well, Wes comes in with his ferocity, with his uh, ability to shoot an arrow uh, that he does uh, quite so often. He, he, he always wants it. He's the most competitive guy. He gets mad. Uh, when he doesn't win so I, I would put i voted for wesley matthews also the fans voted for wesley matthews wesley matthews comes away with another mass academy award yeah. which he al- already got one earlier so he has two awards right now he, he's coming away with two two pieces of hardware at the moment and it's it's shaping up to be a good a good night for wesley matthews yeah, great night for Wesley Matthews. He's going to be able to pick up that uh, that eighteen million dollar option for next year, so he's looking pretty for for next season. He uh, he comes away with this award, Isaac, and I think the sharpshooting really really uh, helped him in this area. I think that seeing him, he hit the most threes from the Mavericks this year. A team that was just lighting it up from three point range at certain points during the season. They shot. I think in the top five, the most three pointers in the entire league, and Wes Matthews led the way for that team. So. That, I think, played a part. I think just he, he's a very physical player also. He's able to get in the trenches. He's able to, to do some hand-to-hand combat stuff if you need him to. He's, he's always there. And, and the defense. I think the defense really matters. I think him being able to uh, defend whenever he needs to it would really help him in that, that live-action game. So congratulations to Wes, the entire Matthews family. Uh, I think this is, this is his last mention of the night. So congratulations to him on the awards that he was, uh, he was given. And moving on to our next award, the best vice president, because we already know that Harrison Barnes, the senator, would be the best president on the Dallas Mavericks. So we decided to pick who was going to be the best vice president. And the nominations are Dwight Powell, Stanford, Dirk Nowitzki from Germany, and Doug McDermott, Ames, Iowa. And the winner is, it's Doug McDermott from Ames, Iowa and Creighton. This was a very close one when it came to the fans. The fans uh, really, really stuck in there hard for Dirk to be the, the vice president next to Barnes, to be on that ticket, the barnes Nowitzki 2020. We did have someone reach out to the Academy about... Qualifications. You know, the fact that... The fact, the qualifications to be a vice president, the fact that Powell and Nowitzki are, uh, were born outside of America, but 
that is that does not hold any weight when it comes to the Mass Academy Award. <laughs> the Academy did so, not consider that when giving their nominations. That is true. The Academy did not consider that. So all three players were considered. My vote went to Dwight Powell uh, because of just who uh, the the guy he is. I know his friendship to Harrison Barnes, but the fans uh, fans came in strong. And Doug McDermott has a close relationship with Barnes also, going to high school together. So, I mean, a Barnes-McDermott ticket could could make some waves in the next election. It could, and, and I was really surprised by this. I thought Dirk would just win every poll that he was put in. but And it was really close. Dirk, Dirk was a really close second in the fan voting. But Doug McDermott comes away with this award. It's his, I believe it's his second award of the night. So congratulations, Doug. The entire McDermott family. We're just very proud of everything that you've accomplished. And I think you're going to be great for this country, for this team. And we hope to see you again next year. So there we go. Thank you to Doug for accepting this award. And moving on to our next award, the best pro athlete in a different sport. And the nominations are Dirk Nowitzki, tennis. Jamil Warning, football. Yogi Ferrell, football, baseball, and probably pretty much anything else. And the winner is... It's Dirk Nowitzki, tennis. This was, this was Dirk's first sport that he grew up playing was tennis in Germany. Tennis is his first love when it comes to uh, the sports world. Dirk hosts a, a celebrity tennis uh, game tournament every year to where we saw other fellow actors that have won uh, awards in Hollywood before, and Owen Wilson, Ben Stiller, and some guys uh, come into play in, in this event. So Dirk is, uh, plays tennis pretty well. So him coming away with this award, it's kind of ironic because if you lined the roster up and said, hey, everyone um, run down a football field, he would probably come in last. And that he would win this award, that would be pro in a different sport. But uh, that is Dirk Jamil Warney in football. Man, that would be a uh, oh. that would be hard to stop him uh, coming off a defensive line, something like that. And Yogi, he's he's good in everything. But Dirk is Dirk is the P. Sampras. Sampras. The Andre Agassi. <laughs> the Andre Agassi. Yeah, there you go. The Roger the Federer. Federer. Roger Federer. The Rafael um, Nadal. <laughs> Yes, coming in with all the the Annika Kornikova. Wait, hold on. We're pretty much describing Dirk at this point. He he could he could be playing right now in tennis. So we have to the Mass Academy Award has to go to to Dirk Nowitzki tonight. Yeah, my vote was for Jamil Warney. I just really thought that seeing him on the edge or seeing him as a defensive tackle and nose tackle, seeing him as a uh, as as a one technique, Isaac. Seeing him as a one technique, (laughs) and I uh, really thought that that would be where the voting would go, but obviously Dirk just comes away with it. He has his tennis event every year, and so we know that he still plays. He still gets the racket out and, and, and hits, a serve, throws up a couple serves, so we know he's, he's practiced. So congratulations to Dirk, the entire Nowitzki family. We're very proud of you, and uh, continue to, uh, to do what you do in the next, the next season. His 21st season, Isaac, did you know that? 21st, did you know, did anyone ask him this past season if he was coming back? That Dang it. That's something I forgot to ask during the season. We should have asked him. We should have asked that. All right, moving on to the funniest moment of the year. This is an exciting award. I'm excited to get into this one. So let's get right into the nominations. And the nominations are Hot Dog Gate, Nolan's Noel, The Giraffe Gap, the lineup of Yogi, Maxi, Dwight Powell, Salah, and Jeff Withy. 
And Dennis Smith Jr. versus Draymond Green when the Mavericks played the Warriors. And the winner is... It's Hot Dog Gate, Nerland's Noel. Can someone... Ushers, please, can you go get Nerlens from the stand? We need, we need Nerlens to come up to accept this He's award. He's in the lobby. If, go grab him. He's out to the right. If, if he is still here. Wait, I'm getting something in my ear. No, he has been suspended from the hot dog concession stand. So He has he, been suspended the last 50 minutes of this event. He is not here um, right now, so we'll have to have someone else accept the award for him. Rick Carlisle can come up right now and accept it for him. But yes, the hot dog gate was a remarkable moment of this past season to where Nerlens Noel left at halftime of a game that he was active and available to play in, uh, that he left the locker room during halftime and went and uh, retrieved a hot dog in the media dining room. So it was a monumental moment during the season and a highlight to the season. So the Mavs Academy Award has to go to Hot Dog Gate. It has to. I mean, I voted for Dennis Smith Jr. versus Draymond Green, but I just wanted to get that. I wanted that to get some love. I just knew Hot Dog Gate would run away with it. Uh, It was an incredible moment for the Dallas Mavericks, and incredible in the fact that it only really happened or only really was seen by Tim McMahon taking a picture of Nerlens Noel leaving the media availability room. If you guys have never been there, it's this room at the bottom of the AAC. There's like that, that hallway that, go, that wraps around the arena. And there's this room off to the side, and there's this very long hallway when you first walk in. So you have to walk down this long hallway, then you turn to the right, and there's a, uh, a food area. There's kind of like a kitchen, and so they have all the, the food and stuff. And during halftime, they have hot dogs, popcorn, all kinds of stuff. Nerlens Noel has to walk down that long hallway, walk in, grab a hot dog, and then leave. And Tim McMahon catches him as he's leaving, takes a picture real quick with his phone, just of Nerlens leaving. And then he just says, Nerlens Noel got a hot dog and all this stuff. And just from that one picture, all this hysteria happened. It was a big national news story. We still make jokes about it. We're still going to continue to make jokes about it wherever Nerlens goes. If he gets signed by somewhere, you know it's going to come up. Uh, you know that team is going to ask him about it. Somebody, some reporter is going to ask him and so this will follow him for the rest of his some career, blog sadly boy. some blog boy will ask him about it uh so sadly he will uh he will probably never live this down probably not is he still out there no never mind all right moving on to our oh, also i wanted to, to mention the uh, the giraffe gaff if if people don't know what that is it was a lineup that was played we talked about this in our nominations but i thought this was a hilarious moment it was a lineup of uh Four, six, ten, and above guys and Yogi. It was played unironically during the season, uh, during like the fourth quarter, and it was not garbage time. So it, it's just a weird moment. And then Dennis versus Draymond. Wanted that to get some love because Dennis did not back down from Draymond. Draymond was just being, he was being sort of a, a, a small child about this, and he was getting at Dennis and getting in his face. Dennis did not back down, and we were just very proud of our guy. And we're laughing along with him as, as Draymond tried to get at Dennis Smith Jr. So, but a uh, great moment of the year, but not the funniest. Hot Dog Gate comes away with it. Moving on to our next award, the no, 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 yes award of the night. Isaac, explain to our listeners what this award is. This award comes out to the player on the court that when we as fans are watching the game and they have the ball, and they start to do something on the court, and we go, and, and you're sitting in the stand. You go, no, 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 yes, good job, good job. <laughs> so something it could be bad shot making. It could be when they take dribbling. You know, they do a dribble move. It could be when they drive the paint. Whatever it is, 
This is the No, 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 Yes Award. We are excited to uh, announce who this award is, and the nominations are Sala Mejri, a.k.a. Point Sala, Wesley Matthews, the dribble driver, and J.J. Barea, the three-point long-range bomber from Fort Worth. And the winner is... It's Point Sala, Isaac. This was a remarkable victory for Sala Mejri as he heads into an off-season of uncertainty. He gets some hardware here. There was plenty of times this season where Salamanchi got a rebound, a loose ball or something due to his hustle uh, or after somebody inbounds the ball because he would block it out of bounds, um, which a lot of people just didn't like. Yeah, he, should, he should probably keep that in bounds. He should probably keep it in bounds. But, but anyway, yeah, Salah would get the rebound, and he would take off like he was the point guard uh, with some moves that a lot of us would be like, no, 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 pass the ball. And then something might happen, whether he dunks it or whatever, and we're like, yes, good job. So he gets the No, No, Yes award this year, uh, Salah Metri. Yeah, we're very excited for Salah. We're, uh, we're happy to give him this, this award, this Mavs Academy Award, maybe on his way out from the organization. We're not sure. His future is in question right now. We are uh, thankful for the time that we had with him. And Point Salah, it was, just, it was one of those moments that made the entire crowd stop. It made the entire crowd stop and look at the game. And there's not many things that make an AAC crowd stop and all look at the game at once because... Arguably about 20% of the crowd is just there because somebody else brought them. And so it was great to see a seven foot two guy try to dribble the ball. And a lot of times it ended up in, in no's instead of yeses. But there was some good passes. There was some dunks. There was a crazy dunk this year that I remember. Just saw like extending that huge, like his arms are, are massively long. You can't imagine how long his arms are until you stand next to him or until you're like close to him. And so seeing him... You know, just cock that ball back and throw it in the basket as he went coast to coast. It was just, just incredible. It was just breathtaking. And so we're, we're happy for Salah. We're excited for him. And congratulations to Salah and the entire Mejuri family. Thank you to, uh, to the Mej for being here tonight. And moving on to our second to last award of the night. This is an award that I, I'm, I very much enjoy, the Mavs Killer Award, uh, because it always seems to happen. We always have a guy from another team throughout the season just destroys the Mavericks. I mean, Isaac, you mentioned DJ Augustine is a guy in past years that just destroyed the Mavericks. Rodney Hood has been a guy that has just decimated the Mavericks. And we really, the, the, the Academy really wanted to keep this award for guys that were more role players, that weren't like the Kyrie Irvings who had a 47-point game against the Mavericks this year, for the LaMarcus Aldridges that had, you know, 30 and 10 games this year against the Mavericks. We wanted to keep it to, to more role players. So, these are the nominations for the Mavs Killer Award of the Year. And the nominations are Julius Randle, Los Angeles Lakers. Alec Peters, the guy from the Phoenix Suns. And Zach Randolph, Sacramento Kings. And the winner is... In an upset, it's Julius Randle, Isaac. A lot of people thought that this award would go to Alec Peters due to the last game. Alec Peters just went off. He had 36 points, I think, in the last game. Hit down a plethora of three-pointers. and But I think it comes down to the body of work throughout the season. Mm. Uh, the first, 75% of the, Peter, uh, of the season, Peters um, just just never saw the court. So Julius Randle play, play the Mavericks. Are we going to hold times. that against him, Isaac? We're going to hold games played against him? We are going to hold games played against him. Uh, Julius Randle killed the Mavericks multiple times, multiple double-doubles. He just was a man amongst boys sometimes on the board. 
and uh, he likes playing in his hometown against the Mavericks. So this award had to go to Julius Randle. Isaac, do you think that this award has anything to do with the fact that the Mavericks could be courting Julius Randle this summer? Do you think the Academy looked at this and said, if we give this guy some hardware, maybe he starts thinking about the Mavericks and is enticed to come this way? Now, Nick, we can't openly talk about this on stage right here. That would be tampering uh, oh, sorry. violations. <laughs> that would be tampering violations if, if we talk about handing out uh, a Mavs Academy award to someone that could be coming to the Mavericks next year. The league could really look at this and investigate our awards and, and, and really throw that to us of saying that we're trying to buy, buy him uh, to come here because it could hold a lot of weight. He could look at him and be like, they're, they're handing me a Mavs Academy Award right now. Before I'm even wanna, a Maverick. Exactly. I might, I might want to go there because they are uh, so gracious to me. So we can't really comment too much on that right now. Uh, Donnie, Donnie, would you like to, uh, to comment about the Mavericks potentially uh, going up and, uh, and courting Julius Randle? And he's giving me the don't talk to me anymore sign with his hand. So, okay, we're moving on. Congratulations, Julius Randle, for the Mavs Killer Award. Hopefully he is uh, killing other players on the Mavericks next year or uh, just not doing, just not killing the Mavericks anymore. By the way, I, Julius Randle, he only really killed the Mavericks in the first quarter, it felt like. I don't really think that he, the entire game he killed them, but it was those first quarters that I think won him this award. I think in the first quarters, he always seemed to have like nine points and five rebounds by the end of it. It just seemed like he was always dominating Harrison Barnes in that first quarter. Zach Randolph, I think, also fell into that category as well. Big guys just really killed the Mavericks at the beginning of games. And Alec Peters, his, his, his contributions to the Mavs season cannot be understated, cannot be overstated. He, uh, he did something big for this, this franchise, this city, this organization, and for us in general. His legacy will live on in Dallas. Uh, you can see his jerseys sprinkled throughout the city, uh, hanging from some skyscrapers on some banners. Alec Peters is a legend. At some point, Nick, imagine this. What if Dallas signed him in the future? That would be the first question. The first question he would be asked is, uh, how do you feel about not winning a Mavs Academy Award? All right, and moving on to our final award of the evening, guys. It has all come down to this. The Dallas Mavericks Mavs Academy Award for best Rick Carlisle quote of the year. This was a tough one. I, the Academy started with about 15 nominations. We had to narrow it down. We, we tried to narrow all the awards down to three, and we couldn't. We had to include all four of these, these quotes because they were so good. Just so funny, so uh, meaningful to the season. And so we decided to keep all of them. And here are the nominations for best Carlisle quote of the season. Alex Peters dressed as Larry Bird. I almost cut three of them during the game. I heard he hangs out with you, so. And LeVar Ball is a loud, he's a blowhard loud mouth. Now, Isaac, I wanted to take our time with this award. So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and read all of these these quotes because we have them here uh, for us. So let's go ahead and read all of these full quotes and, uh, and then we'll, we'll give the, the winner of this award. The Alec Peters dressed as Larry Bird quote was from after the Alec Peters game, the final game of the season, when Rick Carlisle got up on the presser and he said, we had trouble guarding Larry Bird dressed as Rick Carlisle. <laughs> a great quote, a, uh, a great way to end the season. It was one of the great Carlisle zingers of the season. 
The almost cut three of them during the game quote came from the beginning of the season. It was back in October on October 2nd, which was I think was even still in preseason. And someone asked Carlisle, what did you think about those third stringers that brought the game back down 13? And Carlisle responded, well, I almost cut three of them during the game, <laughs> which he later did, <laughs> but not during the game. Uh, the hurt he hangs out with you so quote came uh, in March this season when you asked Carlisle this question during a press conference. You said, is this more of Noel proving himself on the court that he deserves these minutes or this more of you wanting to see what you have in him when, when Noel was, when you, they were talking about bringing Noel back, playing him a little bit more when he started to, to come back and play for the Mavericks after he had mysteriously stopped being played at all by Rick Carlisle. It was an interesting question for you. But Rick Carlisle's answer was, was, faint, was fabulous. He said, what do you mean off the court? I heard he hangs out with you, so maybe you should ask what he's doing off the court. <laughs> it was a great quote. It was hilarious. We, uh, <laughs> there's just a lot to be said about that. Uh, and then finally, the blowhard loudmouth quote was directed indirectly to LeVar Ball when uh, a series of questions was asked about an article that was posted about... Uh, LeVar Ball calling out Luke Walton. And Rick Carlisle said, among many things, he said this. No, I'm saying what they should look at their sources and do a better job of determining whether they have any merit or any validity or are they just blowhard loudmouths. So those are all the quotes. Some great stuff. But there can only be one winner. The final Mavs Academy Award of the night. And the winner is... It's blowhard loudmouth, Isaac Harris. What a, I mean, what a category. We had so many nominations for this award. The fan vote came in uh, with the Alec Peters, Larry Bird reference from Carlisle. The fans love that one. But it just can't get past the one that made national headlines. Multiple blog boys wrote about it. It hit ESPN. It hit all of them. It was Rick Carlisle going at ESPN, going at LeVar Ball, calling LeVar Ball a blowhard loudmouth was a remarkable point in the season uh, in response to an article about Luke Walton. And it was, it was something that in the Academy will never forget. And it, it got a lot of national attention and it was cool to see a coach take up for the other coach, but it was hilarious too, because it was unexpected, but yeah, Rick Carlisle walks away with another, another award. Yes, Rick, you can walk up right now to accept the award. We understand uh, that you you deserve this. You deserve it this year for going through this season and for providing some memorable quotes we'll never forget. The qu- I wanted to read the entire quote because the context of this quote is very important to what it is. Uh, Rick Carlisle is the head of the Coaches Association, and so this is the reason why he was commenting on this at all. A lot of people were asking me uh, in my mentions, why is Rick Carlisle talking about LeVar Ball, blah, blah, blah. That's the reason why, because in an article – by ESPN, by Jeff Goodman, talked about LeVar Ball. He had a quote in there that said, Luke Walton is losing the Lakers and he's losing the team and all this stuff. And so Rick Carlisle came to the defense of his coach because he is the, the head of the Players Associ- or the Coaches Association. And he said this, this is the entire quote. The recent ESPN article as the president of the, co- of the Coaches Association, I would consider it a disgrace. That was, that was such a, a powerful quote when he said it at the time. And he continued. As president of the Coaches Association, I view the recent Eastman article as a disgrace. Quite honestly, Luke Walton is a terrific young coach who is bringing along a young team, and that's a difficult task. If you don't believe it, ask me. We're going through that right now. 
ESPN is a partner, an NBA partner, and they've been a great one. But part of that partnership is that the coaches do a lot of things to help them with access, interviews, all kinds of things. And in exchange for that, they should back up the coaches. Printing an article where the father of an NBA player has an opinion that is printed as anything legitimate erodes trust. It erodes the trust that that we built with ESPN and our coaches are upset. I Because Luke Walton does not deserve that. Then... Uh, ESPN's Tim McMahon butted in and said, are you saying that ESPN should? And Rick Carlisle just said, you got my quote. And then McMahon tried to, to combat that with, to determine what news to run based on what coaches like. And then Carlisle responded with the winning Mavs Academy Award quote of the year. No, I'm saying they should look at their sources and do a better job of determining whether they have any merit or any validity or are they just blow hard loudmouths. And there you go. The end, the capstone to an incredible evening. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Mavs Academy Awards. Everybody in attendance, thank you to Mark Cuban for staying the entire... No, Mark Cuban has left the building. Thank you for all the players that... No, the players have all left. Thank you to all the uh, MFFLs that... Is oh, the, the MFFLs have, have sort of left the, the building too. It was uh, a sellout crowd though, Nick. It was a sellout crowd. The, the final numbers came in over 20,000 in attendance. So we, it's, it's another sellout continuing the streak of maps academy awards sellouts so thank you everybody for an incredible evening for listening to the maps academy awards and we will be back again next year thank you nick thank you to everyone involved thank you to the academy nick nick looks great tonight in his tux doesn't he everyone yes we know and it was just an incredible evening until next year we'll see you next year for the for the second maps academy awards until then until then thank you so much for listening Peace out. Boom.